Good morning and welcome to another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by the Bookshelf in downtown Batesville. And we are joined this morning by Mary. Good morning to you, Mary. Good morning. I hope everybody's enjoying this beautiful weather we are having and the cool stuff to come. But um, it's still, any like any time else, great time to be reading. Yeah, so indeed. we... Oh, it's it's perfect. It's it's still you can still sit out on the porch and read a book. It's, of course, I don't know about Thursday. I think it's supposed to sound quite a bit, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, and it looks yeah, like we have Chris okay. joining us now. <laughs> oh, oh, this is terrible. I, I was reading about one of the books, <laughs> and I looked at the clock and went, "Oh my goodness, it's nine thirty-two. <laughs> you you got caught up with a book." Yeah, I can't imagine how that happened. I don't oh my know. God. How far did you get? I, I, we were just doing little chit chat, so we, I didn't oh. start yet. So, I, I can start. I, I, I'm, I'm real anxious to get started with this because there's some really good ones on here today. There's um, a lot of changes, just as we thought would happen. Um, yep. You know, and I was just kind of flipping through uh, some of the stuff that, and, you know, I had to read a little bit about each one of them, but, oh, this well, one, yeah. that's, uh, uh, what, where am I at here? Oh, yeah, the one that's Solito, that's uh, debuting on the nonfiction, is just a fascinating book, but I'll let oh. you get started. We'll get to that later. Okay. <laughs> well, I will begin with the hardcover fiction. Of course, this is our indie bestsellers that we do every week and this reflects the um, Midwest or what we're reading and our taste and um, they're usually pretty spot on with the rest of the country but I like to think we're a little ahead of the game here with a lot of these oh absolutely so, yeah so number one no big surprise here Stephen King is debuting in our hardcover fiction with fairy tale and that one's yes, I, I really see the, yeah I see that's been going out pretty steady. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Um, I I read the read the back of it or the inside cover, and it's like, ooh, I might have to read this one. <laughs> ooh, it well, sounds good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's another doorstop. It's a big. Oh book. yeah, but but they're already saying that this is one of his best fantasies to come along in a long time uh, your your basic um conflict between good and evil and you know we can say you know sometimes people are a little disappointed in um how they turn out <laughs> but <laughs> in this case we we can say that there's going to be a happy ending but there yeah. are a lot of weird and <laughs> Unexpected twist in this uh, book. Yeah, that's a good there. way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I, you know, I may Stephen King. Yeah, I may have to read this myself. Yeah, haven't well, haven't read a Stephen King for a long time because he just 
creep me out in I know. Um, <laughs> the last one I've read. I know. <laughs> so. oh, my my daughter is chomping at the bit to read this one. She's a Stephen King well, fan and she loves I creepy. I believe it because yeah, the buzz on this book has been fantastic. I mean, and and, and you can't say that almost everything he's done has recently has had good buzz and and we've had good feedback with the people that have come our our patrons that have that are reading stephen king but this one this one is they said if if you haven't read a stephen king i can't remember which newspaper i was reading this in if you haven't read a stephen king uh in a long time this is the one to read oh yeah i'm thinking the same thing so Mm-hmm. So that's it's a good start on our on our list here. Um, Taylor Jenkins Taylor Jenkins Reed holds the number two spot with Carrie Soto is back. Um, mm-hmm. I think she debuted a few weeks ago on here. The Marriage Portrait. This is a debut at number three. Uh, Maggie O'Farrell is um, yeah that one. So and, what's, and what's up with that one? Well, she did really well with her last book, Hamnet. If you remember, this was yeah. about Hamlet, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the, the Shakespeare son. And this one is an, it's going to be another uh, historical fiction. Uh, it's set in Italy in the Renaissance and about a young woman who is, as was many times, um, had an arranged marriage. She was only 15. Um, it's based on a real person. Um, that lives actually. Uh, Robert Browning's uh, famous poem "My Last Duchess" is based on this this uh, Lucrezia di Cosimo di Medici, and that's who this <laughs> Ooh, that's who this book is is named after. So, uh, if you like lush, provocative historical novels, this this is this is good for you. And that's, that yeah. sounds. Sounds like a good um, book club book club book. Yes, it does. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a nice it's a nice size, three hundred fifty two pages. So you know okay. it won't wear you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. N- number four, lessons in chemistry, Bonnie Garmus, and number five, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, Gabriel Zevin is on our list. Let's see, down here at number thirteen, Craig Johnson has a debut. It's Helen Back. And is that a <laughs> contemporary? Is that a Western? Oh, yeah, this is a Longmire. This is Craig Johnson's oh. Longmire series. And, okay. um, and you know, I love, uh, this is the 18th in the series. And it says that um, this installment of the Longmire series, uh, Craig Johnson takes the beloved sheriff to the very limits of his sanity to do battle with the most dangerous adversary he's ever faced himself. Mm. So it's ba- you know it's good. basically the dude wakes up in the middle of the street. He has no memory. Um, he knows that um, that the the only way he knows what his name is is his name is inside the band of his cowboy hat. And oh. um, there's a lot of people that are dying around him, and you've got to figure out who did it if it wasn't him. So, yeah, this I, is a good one. Uh, if, you, yeah. if you like I, a good mystery, with Yeah, I like that series because oh. I like the characters in it. So. Yes, yeah. 
and the awesome. twists and turns in this one, oh my gosh, yes. yeah, it's ah, going to cool. be a busy one. Hmm. Okay, nonfiction number one, Jeanette McCurdy still is up there with I'm Glad My Mom Died. Number two is a debut on our list. It's, um, and we haven't talked about any cookbooks in a while, but Melissa Clark is debuting with uh, Dinner in One, Exceptional and Easy One Pan Meal. That sounds good. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep, yep. If you like to make some stuff in one, you know, in crock pots and, and yeah. um, you know, whatever that thing is on the cover. Uh, it's a Dutch the, oven or, yeah. A Dutch the oven. The, yeah. Yeah. Clarks and Potter do really good cookbooks, too, though. Yeah, we have to think yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, this is one that you were um, involved in getting lost in a little bit. Here. I know. I started, re- I started reading about that, and I couldn't pull, I couldn't pull myself away. Salito oh, right. by Javier Zamora. Yes, um, and it's, it's a, a memoir. Story. It's a memoir about how his, his father left El Salvador um, when he was a year old and came to the United States. His mother left when he was five. And then when he um, reached the age of nine, his family decided it was time that he could probably go and be with his parents. Now, I don't know how much communication there was. That's why, you know, I was going through this, I'm thinking, holy moly, you know, they're sending this nine-year-old um, through um, from El Salvador through Guatemala and Mexico and across the Sonora, the Sonoran Desert in this country to, to find his parents. And, and he's boy. talking about, he, he, you know, he reflects on all the things that he had to go through. Now, this man is now like, um, uh, he's, he's, uh, where did I lose that already? Um, he, he's a fellow in Harvard, uh, a oh, Radcliffe wow. fellow at Harvard and a fellow at Stanford now. You know, mm. he's, he's a poet and he's gone back and written this book. And so I've, I'm wondering if either of his parents were legals when they came into this country. Obviously, he wasn't, you know, if he's no. going through and talks about the coyotes. And, no, uh, and no. you're, you're wondering at what, obviously, he must be uh, illegal by now if he's Depending oh, yeah. on the college degree. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that sounds it, I interesting. Think this is, well, that's right. You know, it's, it's such an, right now, of course, you, it's everything is migration, migration, you know, and what we have to do to stop it or what we have to do to fix it. And yeah. so, uh, this, this could be a really informative, uh, piece of information for anyone that's, you know, working on that. Uh, thinking or yeah. or planning or doing anything, you know, send this to every guy in the Congress and the Senate. Um, yeah, I'm getting an idea of what it's really like for these people. Yeah, I'm trying to picture my nine-year-old grandchild coming that far. Actually, she gets lost in her own house sometimes. <laughs> you know, oh, I goodness. can't imagine. Well, yeah, a 3,000-mile journey from his small town in El Salvador. And, you know, and his father left because of the 
civil war that was going on at that time, which was backed by the United States. So it's like, you know, we've helped contribute to the miserable living conditions of the people in in so many of these Latin American countries in South America. So, uh, yeah, this, this, this could be a good one. Hmm. Sounds like it. Well, we have one more debut on our nonfiction list. It's called Sacred Nature, Restoring Our Ancient Bond with the Natural World. That sounds kind of good. Yeah, and that was actually, I, I was trying to look that up just about at the same time. And um, uh, that not that by Karen Armstrong? That's by Karen Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. And it, it and it's just exactly restoring our ancient bond with the natural world is exactly what this book is is about, you know, environmental conservation and protection um, yeah. philosophy with with our nature and and it's necessary to respect nature. I think is what this Amen. book is all about. Amen. Okay, mm-hmm. in the paperback fiction. Um, the top five, pretty well the same as they've been. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Taylor Jenkins Reid, Colleen Hoover, It Ends With Us, Colleen Hoover, number three, with Verity, Delia Owens, Where the Crawdads Sing, and Love on the Brain, Allie Hazelwood. There are one, two, three, four stars on the list, a little further down. Uh, Louise Erdrich has number nine, called The Sentence, um, for all her fans. Is that a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that did well in hardcover. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Court of Silver Flame, Sarah Moss, number 10. I know that one did well in hardcover, too. Uh, uh, same with A Court of Thorn and Roses debuting at number 13. That's Sarah Moss. Well, what surprises me is to see these sitting in the fiction paperback section because we oh. have for the last I don't know how many years this series has been out there but has been in the young adult section yeah you know I was so, going to question that so yeah it's, and, uh, and they've it's, moved it yeah it's kind of like sticking things for young adults in the children's section too so I'm I'm not not sure how so, they yeah come to some of these but um, how they decide where to put it uh, of course, it's yeah. been a, a very popular series for, you know, kind of like a 9 to 99 fantasy. Yeah. Lots of fun. Yeah. Very well received. Yes. Okay. In the nonfiction, Braiding Sweetgrass. Of course, that's Robin Wall Kimmer, still at number one. The Body Keeps the Score, Bessel van der Kolk. All About Love, New Visions, Bell Hooks, Fuzz, Mary Roach, When Nature Breaks the Law. And Finding the Mother Tree, Suzanne Simard at number five. Uh, number seven debuting, which is always a hit at our store here, the 2000, mm-hmm. our 2023 Old Farmer's Almanac at number seven. Um, Alice Wong has a debut on the paperback, Year of the Tiger, An Activist's Life. And, um, and that, did, Tova, that did well in hardcover. Yeah. Yeah, that did. Yep. Tova Friedman has a debut at number 13, The Daughter of Auschwitz, My Story of Resilience, Survival, and Hope. I think the um, the um, um, one by Ken Burns is out now, the series on... Um, oh, oh, have you watched oh, that? Oh, it's... 
I know. I, I, I need to find a time when I can just sit and devote to that. Because, I, de- oh. I de- definitely DVR that. Um, yeah. It will be up in Chicago, but we'll probably watch it up there. Um, it's it's just, it, you know, you can't, you can't beat Ken Burns. No, <laughs> you can't say no. enough. You can't you can't say enough about Ken Burns stuff. And the daughter of Auschwitz, the story of resilience and of course she this Tova Friedman who did this, this is a sequel to another one of her books that the title escapes me at this moment, but um th- this is definitely something that's required watching, I believe. Yes. Absolutely yeah, I, needs to be watched. I think, yes, by a lot of people because I think the more you forget history, the more you tend to repeat it. So, therefore, we need to... Well, I'll tell you what. It's kind of scary listening to some of the things that that they are saying about how they refuse to allow um, the Jews to enter uh, at that time. And and they were suffering. And it's it's not just that they wanted to immigrate. They were fleeing um, certain deaths in in this case. And... And we were, and, and in all fairness, the United States wasn't the only country that kept them there. But it was, no. so, you know, let's not repeat this. Let's, no, let's no. try not to repeat and this. No, it's not been that many years ago, and it's coming back again. So, yeah, mm-hmm. people learn a lesson here. Um, something a little lighter here are children's early and middle yeah, grade. Yeah, let's go to the early and middle grade. Right? Yeah, <laughs> let's go to early and middle grade. Uh, number one is a debut, um, Christina Sonor, Suntrobot. is one, but. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. We can um, say that many different ways. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's a graphic novel, so it's debuting at number one, so that looks pretty cool. Uh, Mac yes. Barnett is uh, number two, the first cat in space ate pizza. Attack of the Black Rectangles, A.S. King is number three, debuting on our list. Um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to look that up, but that that looks kind of intriguing. The cover looks, you know, like it does. It's been redacted. I was the same thing, <laughs> redacted. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, another graphic novel at number four. It's drama. Raina Tegelmeyer and uh, Catherine Applegate, the one and only Bob, number five. One other um, debut on our list. It's uh, Bree Paulson has one called Garlic and the Witch. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> the title sounds That's a nice. little intense, but the cover looks kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, interesting title. Yeah, I wonder uh, uh, what that's all about. I think yeah, that's, yeah, for a really younger reader. So Yeah, we're, we're going to have to look that one up. That looks kind of fun. Yeah, it looks um, kind of fun. It would be good for Halloween. <laughs> there you go. Um, in the young adult, our... Number one is debuting. Uh, Aiden Thomas has one called the Sunbearer Trials. Now well, that um, it looks yeah, like, a, looks like a, a middle school fantasy. Read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing more to tell. Karen McManus at number two. Light Lark. Alex Astor at number three. And Adam Silvera at number four. They both die at the end. Number five is a debut on our list. It's Tiffany Jackson, The Weight of Blood. That sounds a little more intense than some of them. Um, number well, eight, yeah, it says, yeah, it sounds kind of, you know, it does sound kind of interesting, and I think it's a kind of a contemporary 
Um, I mm-hmm. would say this is, an, yeah, it's a thriller and a suspense kind of a book, you know, contemporary rather than a, yeah. than, you know, you think the weight of blood, it might be a paranormal, but I think it has something to do with an accident that happens in bullies in school. Okay. So this, oh. this could be interesting. Uh, number, number eight looks fascinating to me. Um, it's debuting. It's called A Gathering, The Gathering Dark, an anthology of folk horror. And it's, uh, it's well, quite a few, um, authors. Oh, those authors. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, this is um, by Page Street Kids. Yes, good publisher. Yeah. Sounds like a good spooky, a, a great yeah. spooky Halloween book. Yep. Oh, heck yeah. Kids are always looking for that. So let's see. I think that is our only debut on that list. Now, Children's Illustrated Creepy Crayon, Aaron Reynolds, number one. <laughs> Mo Willems, I saw an interview with him on um, CBS this morning, I think last week. And um, <laughs> he's got a new one. It's debuting at number two. The Pigeon Will Ride the Roller Coaster. And <laughs> I love anything he does, but his pigeon book is my favorite. He's just <laughs> so fun. So all you pigeon aficionados, there is a new one out for you, and it's fun. It, and it, it's it's still, it still amazes me how simple the drawing of the pigeon is, but yeah. he can make that bird look like there's lots going on behind those eyes. Oh, yeah, the personality of that little yeah. blue pigeon. Yeah, one eye. Yeah. Oh, it's, Absolutely. it was funny. He was he was reading this book to the kids, and he was standing up and strutting around and doing all, oh, my God, he's just, he's just an amazing well, guy, he, and it, it shows in his he's work. He's so great. Yeah. So he much is. fun. <laughs> uh, Margaret Weiss Brown is number three with Goodnight Moon. A new little blue truck is debuting too. It's a little blue yeah. truck. Yeah. Friend Alice Shirtle. So fun, fun. Um, Room on the Broom, Julia Donaldson at number five. Let's see another debut. Um, yeah. Drew Day- Daywalt, The Crayons Trick or Treat. So for all you crayons, mm-hmm. Halloween books are coming in. Book. Yes, they are. Yep. Ooh, another Halloween book, Sherry Dusky with construction site gets a fright i love that series too that is fun and um emily dove is a debut at number 10 little ghosties a finger puppet book so that's when you stick your finger through when you read it it's all Mm -hmm. pages and it's fun 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 so those are you know i noticed when when i got back and i went over to look at the finger puppet uh puppet books there weren't many left (laughs) no they've been they've been going out like crazy Oh, and I so do. cute. Well, they're just such darling baby shower gifts. They are. They're fun. We we just recommend those. Just quite a little a that little fun thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have see, to get quick, uh, I have to get a collection together to send to my nephew in, in oh, uh, there you Cleveland. Go. He, two yeah. months old yesterday. Oh my yes. God. He, I, he, he, of course, he's going to have to live through the thing that he was born on the bathroom floor. <laughs> yeah, we all cause our mother's grief, you know. Yes, absolutely. Children's series, uh, Tui Sutherland is at number one with Wings of Fire. Heartstopper, Alice Oseman. Spy School, Stuart Gibbs. Um, there's a new one in that series, Spy School Project X. 
Babysitter's Club graphic, and that's, of course, Ann Martin. And there's a new one in that series, too, Jesse's Secret Language. And the bad guys, Aaron Blabby. So that rounds out our top five. So um, what do we got on USA Today? Let's live through the USA Today really quick in the time we have left. Fairy Tale by Stephen King is debuting at number one, and we've already talked about that and said how wonderful it is. Debuting at number two is J.D. Robb, who is Nora Roberts, Desperation in Death. This is the 55th in the series of Eve Dallas, and that's debuting today. And, of course, then we have jumped down to the Colleen Hoover show. And so she's here (laughs) at Verity at number three. It ends with us at number four. Um, and then Colleen, uh, Delia Owens is back with Where the Crawdads Sing at Five. Let's see. I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. It was number six last, or eight last week. It's number six. Uh, seven, A Court of Silver Flames. Um, and of course, that's the series, that's the fifth in that series. Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover. Reminders of Him, Colleen Hoover. And November the 9th, Colleen Hoover. There we have nine. We have eight, nine, and ten. <clears throat> so let's jump down to the bottom. We've got a bunch of debuts coming in here. Uh, the Seven ha- Husbands of Evelyn Hugo with Taylor Jenkins Reid. Of course, she's still with us. The Return of the Gods by Jonathan Kahn. And Kahn takes the reader on a journey from an ancient parable to what is taking place in our world today. So that is the Return of the Gods. Clive Kessler's Hellburner, and this is an Oregon tale. That's at 13. 14 is a debut, The American Roommate Experience by Elena Armas. <laughs> After disaster strikes, Rosie Graham is forced to share a New York apartment with Lucas. <laughs> that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, 15, The Pigeon Will Ride the Roller Coaster is debuting. Yay. 16, Helen Back by Craig Johnson is debuting. At 17, we have still have The Atomic Habits. He's hanging in there. The Luckiest Girl Alive by Jessica Knoll is debuting at 18. Fire and Blood by George R. R. Martin <clears throat> still hanging in at number 19. And The Rising Tide by Anne Cleves. Uh, when a person is found hanged, Verna Stanhope investigates. This is the 10th in her series. The, uh, with from Ann Cleve. So that's what we got from them. Um, let's see if we can just give a really quick what's out today. Um, this week, let's see. Oh, my goodness, 588. The big book today, of course, is going to be Dreamland by Nicholas Sparks. That's out mm. today. And Holly, Colleen Hoover's maybe now they're reprinting that for for us. Um, so that, that's about it out of the 588. Um, so let's flip and see what we've got coming up next week, if I can get that in real quickly in one minute. Um, Dolores Claiborne, they're going to reprint. That's Stephen King. They're pulling a lot of his stuff out. Uh, Frederick Backman has a new book. Terry uh, Maniscalco, Bill O'Reilly, Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity. C.J. Box has a new one. This is, of course, a Cassie Dell treasure chest. Treasure state, sorry. Um, so let's see how many. 
741 new products are out next week. Oh, we're going to have our hands full going through all those books. Scott Turo Mm -hmm. has a new one. Yes, there's just... All right, ladies, and we are out of time. And if you could please give us your location, hours, and phone number, please. Okay, okay, go for we, Okay, we are on the corner of North Wallet and Boeinger in beautiful downtown, wrecked up Batesville, soon hopefully to be fixed. Um, we are there from uh, 11 to 5, Tuesday through Friday. Saturday is iffy, so call ahead, and you can call us at 812-934-5800. All right. Thank you very much, ladies, and uh, join us again at this time next week for another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Book Show. Book Talk.